You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We had a bunch of injuries and trades this weekend. Let's break it all down next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Monday, April 4th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And unfortunately, we had some news about Jacob deGrom come out late Thursday night, and now we have even more news. He was diagnosed with a stress reaction in his right scapula and will be shut down for four weeks. Scott, let's say that you have a draft coming up. How are you handling this news about Jacob deGrom? Well, I'm moving away down by rankings, first of all. He is... Just inside the top 150 for me overall. It's a big drop. It's behind other injury, uh, other other pitchers who are looking at uh, weeks-long timetables like uh, Chris Sale, like Lance Lynn, who just got hurt, like uh, Jack Flaherty. I have DeGrom a whole tier behind them because I think there's... I think there's a lot more to be concerned about here. Obviously, he he had the elbow issue at the end of last season. Because it's an this this injury is a bone injury, in theory you think okay, 4 to 6 weeks it'll be better. That's what happens with bones. But a stress reaction was caused by stress and what what was the stress coming from? Was he favoring his elbow and that's why this happened? Like you can just see how this whole thing unravels for DeGrom and that's what makes it so scary more than just how much time is he going to miss? So, you know, best pitcher in baseball, obviously. And there comes a point where that upside is absolutely worth taking a chance on. I think the shallower the league, the more justifiable it is because you can backfill off waivers so easily. Uh, But I did a 15-team roto draft over the weekend, and I I wasn't quite ready to take him around 200 in, in that sort of format, even knowing I rank him around 150. Yep. You mentioned Lance Lynn, Scott, and he's undergoing surgery to repair a slight tear in his right knee, and he'll have four weeks of rehab followed by four weeks of ramping up. You mentioned that you still have him ranked ahead of Jacob deGrom. What point in the draft might you consider uh, taking someone like Lance Lynn now? Is it you know top 120, top 100? What are you thinking? So I don't have exactly where it is overall, but among pitchers, I have him just inside the top 40. I think deGrom okay. is inside the top 60 still lens inside the top 40 for me at starting pitcher. And like, that seems the most of those injured pitchers I just listed off. That seems, this one seems like the most projectable timetable. It's a surgery on his knee. I think the white, the way the white Sox phrased it is they expect him to throw off a mound within four weeks. So they're already like laying out the whole timetable. Uh, So, you know, we may not see him till June 1st and that's a long wait, but, for a pitcher with top 15 potential, I think particularly in leagues with an IL spot, it's it's worth it's worth taking in, in that spot I rank him. Let's get into the trades. And Craig Kimbrell was traded to the Los Angeles Dodgers for AJ Pollock, and he moved inside of each of our top 10 relief pitcher ranks, you, Chris, and myself. Uh, the problem here, Scott, is Kimbrell has looked really bad in the spring so far. He was not good in the second half last season. I rank him inside my top 10, but I do it with a little bit of hesitation. What do you think about this move for Craig Kimbrell? I hear you. It's hard to trust Kimbrell's performance based on the way he finished last season, based on the way 2019 and 2020 went for him, frankly. 
that's what makes the spring struggles concerning. But you remember this time last year, he was having an awful spring and I know I avoided drafting him because of it. Let's not understate how good he was for the Cubs before getting traded to the White Sox, a 0.49 ERA, 0.71 whip, 15.7 K per nine, racking up 23 saves for the Cubs. The Dodgers are the team that traded for him and want to install him as their closer. So I, I feel like they've earned, like we, we know to trust the Dodgers thought process on these decisions usually. So I'm not somebody who's going to draft a top six closer anyway, but I wouldn't, I don't think you should sweat it if you are. All right. The last one here, Sean Manaya traded to the San Diego Padres in exchange for two prospects. And I think this is a big upgrade, Scott, for Manaya in terms of the team context and obviously the run support, you know, getting away from the A's, now joining the Padres. But it is a tougher division in terms of, you know, the competition he'll have to face, the Dodgers, the Giants, and obviously some starts in Coors Field as well. What do you think about this move for Sean Manaya to San Diego? I'd rather him be with a team that's trying to win than one that clearly isn't. <laughs> right. That's that's what I worried about most with Oakland is just how many wins is Manaya going to have. And if I honestly thought he was going to stick with Oakland all year, I, I probably would have had him lower in my rankings. So now that he's out, I'm, you know, I look at where I have him in my rankings, just behind like Nathan Avaldi and and Tyler Malley, who I think are sim- similarly capable pitchers that I just like a little more for one reason or another. And I, I, I don't see the reason to move Manaya ahead of those guys. So, yes, his stock is up, but I guess I was anticipating something like this happening sooner or later anyway. All right. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. docuseries on Paramount Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. She's a can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire. Now streaming on Paramount Plus.